Hello sports fans and welcome to this week's episode of Pub Talk Rugby League, a podcast where old mates from high school meet up to chat about rugby league. My name is Adam and I know only a little bit about football, so I'm joined like always by my panel of armchair experts. Smokes? G'day fellas, let's get into it. What an exciting, well what a very uh, jam-packed last seven days it's been in rugby league. Been very eventful. And the Phantom. Oh, I wasn't excited before, but after that spectacular intro, I am beside myself with excitement. My God. Yeah. He, he should host a podcast, he's that good. I was talking about you. Oh, me? Yeah. No, that was just there you go. tremendous. I should be a panellist on a podcast then I'm that good. You know, podcasts are very hard. It's not like they can just give them out to anyone who wants one. Yeah, exactly. And then you got to, like, sign up and... Pretty sure we made shit. one pretty fucking <laughs> easily. Yep. I was yep. being facetious. Oh, yes. Uh, we only one too one. many beers. You can have a podcast. Everyone needs to start working on their tones. You mm. can have a podcast. You can have a podcast. All right, well, as usual, I didn't get to watch a single game of football. I couldn't even remember what I did this weekend. We were just chatting, Principal and I, just before Smokes joined. I didn't even know what weekend was last weekend. Was my wife <laughs> with me or not? I can't remember. Turns out she was in Sydney. Totally forgot. Anyway, Smokes, what about you? Uh, yeah, caught a few games. I caught, um, you know, a good chunk of the, the Panther Storm game, which was um, you know, a surprising scoreline in the end. I, I, I went out to watch the Broncos Newcastle game at Suncorp, so um, that was good. So, whilst, because we went in pretty early, so I saw bits and pieces of the earlier game, but with the Cowboys and the Roosters and... Um, and then I saw a lot of the, the Raiders-Dragons game. It was a pretty good game, actually. Um, so, yeah. What yourself, Phantom? I saw a little bit of everything, but only, I think, one or two games in its entirety. It was just a bit of background, background TV. Noise. Yeah, but it's yeah. Um, yeah. a little, yeah, little bit of everything. So I can give extremely vague and somewhat inaccurate summaries of each game. It's- not really any different to when you watch the full game, is it, really? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we just found the title of this week's podcast. Love it. All right. Uh, well, on to round 22. Uh, Panthers and Storms. I think this was the uh, surprise of the round. Well, um, I wasn't surprised. I tipped them. Fuck you, Penrith. Fuck you. Two of you guys tipped it. You and you and Principal tipped oh, it. Okay. I, I guess it's it was more a surprise with the scoreline rather than... Yeah, I have that. I have that as well. Right, I mean, it's not necessarily a surprise when the Storm win. Nah, I mean, the Storm are a good team, of course. Watch but, this. Um, this is the fucking... 16-0. Nah, the fucking shine's gone. This is their fucking downfall. Only one team can go fucking back-to-back, and it sure as shit ain't them. Fuck you, Penrith. Fuck you. We did it twice in the 90s, so oh, get over yourself. It was a different um, fucking game. That wasn't the fucking NRL. That was just like whoever had fucking spare yeah, that- time on the weekend got together. That was when footy was better. No, it wasn't. The 90s is the best that rugby league has ever looked. No, it wasn't. All right, old man. Oh, that, you know, that's a podcast in itself because everyone just tries to copy each other now, whereas back in the 90s, you had, you had distinct... Each team had their distinct style. It was a far better product to watch. Anyway, um, look, um, Storm, they just sort of did all the damage in the first half and, and Penrith had so much ball, but I guess without their halves, they would just... Um, they didn't. They just couldn't quite get in sync with their attack, and Melbourne were able to repel them, and that's about it, really. Salmon's a gutless dog, and couldn't ice it. Pretty much, pretty much. He's um. He had the voice yeah, of Ricky yeah, Stewart in the back of his head each time he touched the ball. You're a fucking dog, Salmon. 
<laughs> I'm just picturing that scene. Um, get up, Rocky. Get up, your mum. <laughs> get up, your mum. <laughs> You're a dog, Salmon. You're uh, a dog. You're a dog. You're a dog. <laughs> okay. Oh, but anyway, the storm, they're, they're starting to hit four. I mean, a lot of people were saying that they were looking like they were really starting to struggle, but they've won their last three. So, yeah, they're, they're starting to hit back a bit. Yep. All right. And then uh, New Zealand Warriors versus Bulldogs. Smokes you the only one that tipped it. Tipped it. After, tipped after, it. Uh, Based on what? Cream. Based on what? Based on the fact it was in New Zealand and everyone's getting overexcited about the Bulldogs. Oh, I like watching the Bulldogs. I do. Well, I don't think you would have liked too much about what they did nah, on it was, Friday. It's pretty <laughs> very good. Pretty fucking bad. Yeah, well, the Warriors piled on a lot of points in the last six or seven minutes, didn't they? It was actually fairly close until that last period. I think they put on three tries in the last yeah. six or seven minutes, but um, not much to say. They're neither team or a hope of the finals, obviously. So, um, yeah, they just uh, the Warriors got themselves up the ladder a, a smidge. But, yeah, that's about it. Yep, and then another uh, nil to something points, uh, Eels versus Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs got 26 did the Eels play nothing. bad or did the Rabbitohs play good? Oh, a little from column A, a little from column B. Uh, um, look, the Rabbitohs just seem to have their wood. It's kind of like how the Eels have the Panthers measure. Um, the Rabbitohs have the Eels measure. They've, they've beaten them, I think, in their last six games, they've flogged them. Like, I think their smallest winning margin in the last six games is about 18 points or something. So um, they, just, they just know how to play the, the style against them. And, and they... Um, they just came out full of energy mm. uh, and just completely ran over the top. It was a bit like, almost a bit like what the Roosters did to the Broncos yeah. previously. They just had all the energy. Get them early. Pam had brought nothing in return and it just kept on going. Um, they, they were probably lucky they didn't lose by more Parramatta. I think I don't think that scoreline fully justifies how dominant Souths were. Uh, Latrell was playing great. You know, Damien Cook's hitting a bit of form. They're all they're all playing pretty well. They're, they're dangerous team. They're dangerous. I don't think they can win it, but they're dangerous. All right, and then speaking of the Roosters, Roosters beat the Cowboys 32 to 18. Didn't beat them, mate. We fucking killed them, destroyed them, and we are starting to look sexy. Pumping in with the energy nice and early, getting a few points, and then just keeping the pace going by throwing the little guys on. Lodge and Hargraves played like fucking beasts. Suali'i is just, I want to marry him. Tedesco was. One of his more quiet games was still had like decent line breaks. Like it's still a good game for him. And Manu was moving all around the park. So it looks like the Roosters have just got this game plan now of just starting with really high energy and just trying to beat them in, in speed. So I loved it. I wasn't surprised at all. And it's all part of the plan. Robbo's plan. Well, it's funny how that plan's going to come crashing down because you know what? you got to remember you're still eighth. And you do not have a favourable draw, so you're not you're not even in the finals. Mate, yet. so just just cool down. When you're the best team in the comp, it doesn't matter who you're playing. It's a big call considering you're coming eighth. Nah, it's, yeah, Storm are going to pull your pants down in two weeks' time, and then South are going to pull your pants down again. So you really need Canberra to lose a game to guarantee you'll make it. I'm sh- I'm sure we can arrange for that. Don't worry. Perfect. I love that idea. Look, the Roosters have been in pretty decent form the last few weeks. I do think the last couple of games, though, you did get those two particular teams at the right time. And I'm not going to dwell go into too much more about why you got the Cowboys at the right time, but you did. You got them at the perfect time. Uh, but they were very good. I mean, you know, again, just plenty of energy. Cowboys couldn't match it. 
I think the Cowboys' minds might have been a bit elsewhere on Saturday. Maybe, yeah, some of them. I don't disagree, but... I think for the performance that we did, like it was a solid performance by the way. Oh, you played well. You played well, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, just just wonder if they met again next week, if it might be a bit closer. Oh, we'd probably, That's all. We'd probably put 50 on them. <laughs> oh, maybe. Warm it up. Confidence. Warm it up. Uh, moving on. West Tigers lost to the Sharks. Shock. I, guess I, didn't, I didn't actually see any of this. There. Yeah. I didn't, didn't care. It's a bit of a nothing well, game. The best teams beating... I think the Sharks scored most of their points by half time, didn't they? Weren't didn't yeah. they about twenty eight or thirty points up by half time? Yeah, they obviously did. just cruised in the second half. Yep. There you go. Enough said. Smokes the Broncos beating the Knights. Yeah, back in the winners list. Um, look, it was not a brilliant performance by Brisbane by any stretch of the imagination. I guess what was good is that they, as I said, they they got a win under their belts, which they needed after losing the last couple. Uh, and, and look, I look, the Broncos sort of they, they piled on the points late in both halves. So it was six nil for a lot of the first half, and then they scored two tries in the final ten minutes of the first half, and then they did the same thing in the second half. They scored their their two tries in the back the back part of the game. Look, it was only Newcastle. I don't take too much out of it. I mean, mm. I don't think they're. Anything uh, particularly I, special? I think you got lucky. I think you you timed it well in the draw, and you. Yeah, you know, you got them on the right day. Let's just say that. I, th- I think, I think we did too. I think it's, I think we're very, very fortunate that we we're up against the Knights this weekend, and not a team like Souths or Penrith or someone like that. Because I don't think the performance we put in would have been enough to beat those sorts of teams. But as I said, it's a win. Um, we had a couple of guys pull out on game day too, which probably didn't help. Um, Brenko Lee pulled out, and Keenan Palacia was was pulled out late. So, look. Um, Couple of guys will come back in, but um, Tamale Martin made his his return, and he was very good. He helped set up a really important try at the back end of the first half, uh, and Selwyn Cobbo back into a little bit of form too. He scored a hat trick, uh, and Corey Oates got his nineteenth try of the season, so that's a, a record for him. It's the he's, most tries he scored good. in a season. He's playing great footy. Yeah, so look, there, there were some good signs for Brisbane, but I think what the problem is, they're up eighteen nil at half time. I think for that first 15, 20 minutes of the second half, they thought they were just going to come out and and blow Newcastle away and, and cruise to victory. And they started playing like millionaires, like doing silly passes when they weren't needed, trying to go wide too early, which meant, meant they were going to touch. And as a result of that, Newcastle actually jagged a couple of tries. And once they did that and got it to 18-10, I think that's when they Brisbane sort of reset and said, no, no, no guys, we've got to... We've got to earn it again. And then that, then they did. To their credit, they did, and they got their two tries and, and finished up 18-point winners. So, uh, look, they're going to have to improve immeasurably this week because we're up against our number one bogey team. So, yeah, we'll see. All right. And then Sunday games, uh, Raiders beat Dragons in a pretty close game from the looks of it. Square up. Battle for ninth. Square up. Yep. That finish... <laughs> it was eerily familiar to the finish in their previous game. Oh, they kid! I mean, look, I actually think they got this one right. I don't think it was a penalty, but it, it's just funny. It happened at the same end of the field, two-point ball game, opposite teams this time around, though, and, and it's almost like, oh, we'll just make sure that the Raiders get away with this one. But, you know, it, was a, it ended up being a pretty good game of footy to watch. I mean, looked like Canberra were out to a bit of a lead, but then... Ben Hunt pulled the Dragons back into it with... Uh, he kicked a 40-20 and then a bit later on kicked a 20-40. When Ben Hunt did that um, cross-field 
kick that went about 10 metres deep and went to the winger. Like, it was a bit of a off-the-cuff play. I thought, he's mm. he's on today. He's going to mm. he's gonna sort him out. But he like and he, he played like a beast, but it can't just all be on Ben Hunt. Yeah, and that's the problem. Like, they, everything revolves around him. I mean, if he wasn't there, they they struggle to finish higher than 13th or 14th, Fair. I reckon. Like, they, they really struggle without him. And, and, look, as a result of that loss, um, it means they're out of finals contention because they're... Three wins behind the Roosters, and they, they can't make up the difference in four and against. So, uh, draw a line through the Dragons. Their season is done. Yeehaw. <clears throat> the Raiders live on, though. They're only two points behind the Roosters, so they're still in the fight. But their four and against is so bad, they kind of need the Roosters to lose a couple, and then they need to win all three. Right. And then, uh, in a surprising one, I think, Titans beating the Sea Eagles. Yep. Manly yeah, were um, house. They were have been um, sh- for the last four weeks. It looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Look, since the since the you know pride jersey debacle, yeah. pride jersey stuff, and and that's what I said. I said I think that's going to tear them apart a bit, and and that's why I was very I don't remember I was very hesitant tipping Manly. I said, oh, Manly with no confidence, and you know the Titans. They you know they they play well. They piled on a lot of points. So, uh, but defensively they're still terrible. The Gold Coast, and they're probably lucky it was Manly, but. Uh, Man, it wouldn't surprise me if Manly don't win another game this year. I don't even know what their draw is like, but it wouldn't surprise me if they lose the rest of them. Doesn't well, matter who they're playing. progress into the top eight, can they? They're the same as Dragons. They're done now as well, um, because, again, they're not going to make up that four and against difference. Um, they're done. Uh, I, I can't see them. Like I said, I don't even know who they're playing the last three games, but I wouldn't be surprised one bit if they lose all three. All right, well, that's the end of uh, round 22. We all tipped five out of eight. So season-wide, uh, Smokes is still in the lead, 120 out of 171, following by me, 119, followed by Phantom on 111, and then Principal on 109. Let's go. Uh, I couldn't find power rankings again this week, so we'll just assume, you know, Penrith, North Queensland, Sharks, doing all right. Uh, oh, yeah, and then this happened just as I was hitting the publish button last week. Um, legendary football player and coach, right? Paul Green? Yep, yep. Passed away. Uh, when was that? Thursday? Yeah, Friday? it was last Thursday. It was the Thursday. morning after we recorded our last episode. So, very sad news, very shocking. Um, yeah, Paul Green, 49 years young, uh, passed away. And even sadder, it was revealed later on in the day that he had taken his own life. Um, which is just really sad um, to, I mean, because, you know, anytime you heard him interviewed or, or all the people who knew him well, who have spoken about him sort of suggested that he, that he seemed fine. It was only the previous Saturday before he did take his life that he was at the Sharks Old Boys Day because he obviously played most of his career at the Sharks and he's having a beer with all them, having a laugh, talking about old stories and it's just really sad and, and he was a great contributor to rugby league. I mean, he played for the Sharks, the Cowboys, the Roosters, the Eels, and the Broncos. Um, only played a handful of games for those last two or three clubs that he was at. Most of his career was Sharks and then Cowboys. Uh, and then obviously went on to be a great coach, won a couple of premierships with Wynnum Manly in the Queensland Cup. Then he assistant coached the Roosters when Robbo won the, the, his first title. So yep. he was a, a big part of that. And then uh, he uh, went on to coach the Cowboys, who... Won the premiership in 2015, and then they, they made the grand final from a miraculous run from eighth in 2017. So just, um, yeah, just sad to end a life so early. Mm. It was genuinely shocking. I was like, I remember sending the message to you boys, and then you all seemed shocked at, at it too. Yeah, it was sad. It was very yeah, sad. Yeah, no, definitely. 
And then, like, all the games last week were, like, in remembrance, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, they, they did the, the minute silence at the Broncos game. I know that because we all obviously... You know, and, and this, I feel you like know, it was in every you, game, you, right? You get it, yeah, they did it at every game. Yeah. And you get this at every game, too. Whenever you've got to do a minute silence, whenever there's a minute silence for either someone who's passed away or Anzac Day or whatever it is, you always get a couple of idiots who are cheering out. Like, woo! It's like, you know what? Just for one minute in your life, don't be a wanker. And just respect that this is a, you know, a pretty big deal. I mean, a, a wife has lost their husband. The, uh, kids have lost their father. F- parents have lost their son. Oh, but hey, I've got a chance because I've got 40, you know, 25, 30,000 people here all being quiet. So I can be like, woo, and everyone will hear me. Like, grow up. I, I can't stand that crap. Anyway, yeah. it just angered me at the time. It really annoyed me. All right. Well, like I said, we've been uh, going through some news articles here. What's going on with Kalen Ponga? He's a dickhead. Oh, go on, Phantom. Go on, Phantom. Uh, he's just a fucking idiot. Like, the guy's the captain of the club. And, you know, you know what pisses me off is that he's been fucking busted, sneaking out of the toilets with Kurt Mann. He's clearly on the nose beers. Well, not clearly, but everyone reckons he's on the nose beers. And they come up with some bullshit excuse. Like, he was sick in the toilet and his mate went to check him out. Like, can we just, for the record, I've done a, a many, many, many... <laughs> Spews in the fucking toilet. In every toilet, right? In, in every, every in every in every toilet of one particular pub. Not once did I call my friends in there to assist me. Like just you got busted. But you're we did go in to film you once. I feel yeah. like there was some film you people once. filming you. Definitely. Yeah, so it's just like that was a classic video from multi angles. But anyway, yeah. But he's just he's been he's been busted. And I think you just got to call it for it. It is cop it. Lose the captaincy. Like I just think he's he's on a bit of a down downhill spiral, Ponger, and it's almost I think with such all the hype around him, it's almost like he's got in the mindset that he's already won a premiership when he hasn't. He's just something. Not he's not he's not captain material. That's for sure. And you know what? He might have been a fucking old rat bag, but since Mitchell Pearce left the place, they've been. Well, their performances on the field have definitely been. That's for sure. Um, look, I guess first thing I'd say about this is Carlin Ponga's dad just needs to shut the fuck up. He needs to stop butting his nose in and and the Knights as a club need to say to him, mate, shut the fuck up. If the media come to you to talk to you about anything to do with that club, you say refer to the club. Stop letting this guy talk on your behalf because clearly he was he didn't speak to the club about this before and he just decided, I'm going to make up a story to try and, to try and um, get my son out of the sh- like, mate, seriously, no one's gonna buy that crap. Like, just, just don't, don't even, don't even go there. Um, with Kalen himself, I, I think that the, I guess the, it, it really frustrates me because, and you know, Phantom, I've said this for quite a few years. I love watching him play because, damn, he is so freaking talented, and he's so fun to watch when he's on his game. And I guess what's probably gonna start to piss Newcastle off now is the fact that. He, t- he turns in three 10 out of 10 performances each year, and they're all wearing a maroon jersey. I was going to say, I do remember him playing well at State of Origin. Oh, that was... Mwah. Listen to that poetry. Beautiful. But it's tr- it's true, though, isn't it? If you were a Newcastle fan, wouldn't you start to have the s*** with him? Yeah. Like, it's like, come on, mate. Like, And I, I guess the best way to sum it up is when the Dolphins were negotiating with him, and Wayne Bennett just put it straight on him and said... If you want to keep coasting on Easy Street and burn the big fish in a little pond, stay at Newcastle. If you want to genuinely test yourself and see how good you truly can be at a startup franchise and be our player, 
that leads us into, into glory times, come work with me. Carl went, nah, I'm just going to stay here because I'm comfortable. They're going to pay me just as much and it's easy. And I only have to really put in when I, like that's shit house attitude. And Newcastle need to get up his ass about it and say, mate, this is the line in the sand now. You need to start performing because we're the one who's paying your salary. Um, and in terms of what he did, well, what's interesting though is as well, the NRL have drug tested him and Kurt Mann. But the thing is, if, it's, if they test positive and it's the first time that they test positive, it won't get revealed. It doesn't get mentioned, they don't get named. If it's the second time that they've tested positive, either of them, they get an automatic 12-week suspension. So I guess if it comes out in the next few days, oh, Callum Ponga will be getting a 12-week suspension, well, it would suggest it's the second time he's done it. But, um, look, that's what they went in there for. They went in for a, for a you know, a nose sherbet. Allegedly, allegedly. And then they, um, whatever, and then they got told to leave. You're fucking fired up about this, aren't you? Well, it's just it's just so dumb. It's just so dumb. My ears are bleeding. I mean, uh, and like it I said, dumb. You, you, it is dumb. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. next one. Anyway. Let's go. Yeah, next moving one. on. Oh. Uh, growing <laughs> frustration as NRL grand final hosting call may be delayed again with Brisbane 60-40. Yeah, what? Just, <laughs> just, just fucking give it to Brisbane, teach New South Wales a lesson, and fucking... Get on with it. Like I, I want to hear more of this because it's funny when the, we brought this story out up a couple of weeks ago and you went on, the principal was like, no, screw that, it's got to stay in Sydney. Nah. Well, it, it should be in Sydney because we've got a brand new stadium and it's going to be what I believe, like it's going to be similar set up to Suncorp, like nice and close. Like it's a proper rugby league stadium. It's in state of the art. It should be there. But, you know, the, the NRL's got, obviously needs that, it requires out of the, the government to do it. They're being dicks about it. If you fucking send this up to Suncorp, it's going to be wild. Like, Brisbane don't give a fuck. They're like, yep, cool, we'll take it, and we're going to make it the best fucking weekend you've ever seen. So, give it to them. Yeah. It can be played in fucking Brisbane, New South Wales, fucking Hobart, Darwin. It can be played in fucking Mallorca. It doesn't matter. I'm going to be sitting at home. Oh, but- there you go. <laughs> That's very true. But for what the grand final is fucking give it to the people who want it more and are going to do something better with it. It's not just about the stadium. It's about everything that goes on around it. And like, and obviously they're at loggerheads because they want development of um, more yeah. stadiums. And I can't fucking argue with it because you look at uh Combank stadium, that's a fucking beast of a stadium. Penrith being upgraded, even though it doesn't need to be, that's going to be a fucking beast of a stadium. And the new Alliance, like, it's unreal. And, like, you've got all these... Just imagine if we had a couple more really solid, updated suburban ground stadiums, what it would do for the game. And if they're not going to buy into it, fuck them. We'll send it to Queensland. Send it to the guys who want it. Yeah. And I, I you know, trying to not sound biased, I absolutely would love to have the grand final up here again. I think it would be awesome. But I think it's... I think this is very much... It's a very... It's going to be very interesting how this plays out now because... Obviously, the NRL, Peter Valandis and the, and the commission are pissed off at the New South Wales government because they made promises that they have not delivered on. Um, the sports minister there, can't remember what his name is. Uh, yeah, he, he, he follows through with giving Penrith the $300 million because that's his club. That's yeah. who he supports. But he's not going to give the other money. And I'm sorry, but... And the, here's, the, here's what annoys me about it. This, premi- this, this sports minister is falling on the... Oh, well, we need to divert that, uh, that money now to the flood situation because that, that caught us by surprise. And he's done that to garner public support. So a lot of people say, 
yeah, get off his case, like, like we need that money and more important things than sport. The governments have disaster relief funds set aside for when shit like that happens. So don't try and say all of a sudden you've got to, you know, reallocate this money for sport elsewhere because you don't have the money saved away. That's crap. They had the money saved away. They just don't want to spend the money anymore. Um, so this is, I think the NRL, if they send it to Brisbane, that's their way of saying, well, guess what? You broke your promise. We don't have to keep ours anymore. The problem is, and I feel sorry for Brisbane, it's like they're the um, they're the new girlfriend that you're just dating. <laughs> yeah, just they're, to, the, just they're to, the mistress. Just, yeah, just to, make, just to make your ex jealous. To I'm make your go, line jealous, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. Because it's not long term. It's like they're saying, oh, well, you commit to a long-term relationship? No, nah, let's just see how the next year goes. Like, that's yeah, all yeah. Brisbane is. I love a good analogy. That's it. But you know what? We'll take it. We'll take what we can get at the moment. But, uh, no, I... I and look, I'd be tempted to go again. I'd be tempted to go again if, if it's on up here because uh, it was such a great great atmosphere last year and that's when they were only able to do the three-quarter capacity. They imagine imagine if Brisbane got in the grand final. Oh, it'd be insane. Well, look, there is a chance one of the Queensland teams makes it because the Cowboys are there too. So I think if either of them made it, it would just be insane. Because um, straight away, if the Cowboys made it, the Broncos fans would jump on their bandwagon for the game. No question. Yeah. And vice versa. I think a lot of the Cowboys would jump onto the Broncos. But I think it'd be unreal. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. But I, I imagine apparently that decision will be made by some point tomorrow. So, yeah, there uh, we go. Bring it on. Right, Sunshine, baby. Woo! Uh, NRLW star hits back at trials as Bronco boss condemns vile social media attacks. Some uh, Julia Robertson? Yeah, and you know it's disappointing about this. I mean, we are just talking before. It was only last Thursday that... A fellow took his life who was obviously suffering from mental health issues. Um, the Broncos, and you, you, it's down further in the article, that they, they're just on their Facebook page. They posted a photo of um, Julia Robertson, who's been in the Broncos setup um, since the NRLW started. She's been involved in every season. Uh, and then you've got these idiots posting comments just saying, oh, she looks like too much of a man, she's too muscly, just body shaming her. Um, and the Broncos CEO has come out and, you know, and so have other CEOs and coaches and whatnot have come out and said, what a load of garbage. Like, are, are we not, are we really going to treat, treat women like this? Are we really going to treat people like this? Like, body shaming, really? Like, come on, grow up. I mean, she looks bloody great. God, I wouldn't want to run at her. Take me no, out. Yeah. <laughs> Bash the shit out of you. And but I like say that, that in the most respectful way because she playing, works damn hard. She trains hard. Playing, she's a good, but they're playing rugby league. Like it's it's gonna yeah. it's yeah. gonna happen. They're gonna be exactly, and and I reckon you'd remember this this um woman from the Broncos team, Phantom. She was the one in the in the first season where she caught that massive hit to the head. She had that huge egg on her head for the rest oh, of the game. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, so she's obviously tough because she bounced out of that and kept on playing. Um, no, she's a great player. She's she's played for Queensland and Australia um, in the women's game as well. So, um, and I love the fact that she's um just posted something herself saying, you know what, um. Muscles just shows that I work hard and train hard. I love my muscles, so you're not going to make me feel bad about it. Mm. So good on her. Good. Um, and, you know, on the eve of the, the women's competition starting this weekend, too, it's disappointing you get idiots out there who make comments like that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, how Bulldogs Serraldo. Coop could trigger Panthers raid as $6 million bidding war looms. You know what? Just on this one, I've, I've only got the one comment. Can we please find... The podcast, fuck, 10 weeks back when fucking old mate here, mark my fucking words, boys, I fucking bet my house on it, Brad Fittler will be the coach of the dog. It's 
fucking going to happen. I don't care what anyone says. It's going to be Brad Filler. And I just sat back and I said, but, I, I believe you're incorrect. And fucking here we are. Oh, I think we know who the dog's next coach will be. I thought it was announced. I thought when I saw my bloody phone blow up, I'm like, oh, okay, it happened. Yeah, we were right. We predicted it. But I'm guessing from the stories we've picked. It hasn't been officially announced yet. And, and we're obviously talking about the rumours of Bradley Fittler being named the next. Look, I, I, the, I think the reason it hasn't been announced is I don't see why you would announce it halfway through the Origin series. Yeah, no. You wouldn't I do think it. You that's, would surely I think not. that's why it's being held off. But I, I think it's going to happen. Actually, that's a good question. Do you think that the... Uh, out, like the the result of this year's state of origin will have any impact on this, or we think he's just going to get it no matter what. Look, I think if the, if New South Wales to win, he he definitely get. It. But look, I I personally I don't think it'll matter either way. I think he's just going to do it because he's he's expressed an interest to want to be a head an NRL head coach. The other thing too, and this is a little bit of the Queenslander coming out in me here. I think Freddie took over the New South Wales team at the perfect time because he took over when all those legends Smith. Um, Thurston, Cronk, they're all gone. So it was a weakened Queensland team. Now Queensland have got some pretty bloody handy players coming through. Again, you might be thinking, you know what? It's a good time to get out. <laughs> so uh, I, I agree. Bring it out there. I, right. yeah, I, I don't, you know, I think he's maybe not as good a coach as what everyone builds him up, but I think Phil Gould loves him and I think that's why he's... I hope he protected with Gould there. He'll get whatever yep. he wants. First of all, I said, I said he's my smoky. I think he's a real genuine chance of getting it. Then a few weeks later, some tweet came out from a journalist saying that it's pretty much a done deal. And I thought, oh, okay, well, there you go. It's a done deal. It I reckon I've even that. got a text message from you saying, can told just bang on the money. Well... So, someone shouldn't have tweeted it if they were a f***ing journalist in the know, should they? But, no, it's fair, fair enough. Look, I reckon Fitler was second on his list. Um, <laughs> look, <laughs> I almost got it. Here's what I'd say about it, though. Like, um, look, he's, he signed Serraldo to five years. That's, you know, that, that's sort of been doing the traps for a few weeks now. But a fi- it, like, it, it goes to show that you can't really trust anything Phil Gould says because when, <laughs> when Trent Barrett resigned, he said... Oh, sorry, resigned when he was sacked... He said, we are going to hire an experienced coach because this club needs an experienced coach. Cameron Serraldo has not coached one game of first grade. No, that's not true. He did when fucking Hook got the... Oh, sorry. Pie. Sorry. I think he did it when, when, when Cleary had COVID, but let's face no, it. No, no. When, um, when Griffin got the punt, didn't Serraldo step in for half the season? No, nah, it was someone else. It was someone else. I can't remember what it was, but it was someone else. No, it was Serraldo. No, no, it was someone else. It was, I can't remember the bloke's name. Because the bloke it was, I think he was a bit of a uh, ginger. I can't remember his name. We'll find out. We'll find out and we'll, again, it goes to show you can't really trust anything Phil Gould says because, oh, we're going we're gonna to make sure that the coach is a really experienced coach, but we picked someone who's never headed up a first grade team before. But, you know, I guess the, the stories are how many Penrith players is he going to take with him? Probably a couple. There's a couple of high profiles who are coming off contract at the end of next year. He'll, he'll take a couple of them with him. I think I think I think there's a good chance that Crichton will go there and be their fullback. Yeah. You know that's what all centres want to do. They want to play fullback so they get paid more. And um, I think there's a good chance that they'll get the the back row. What's his name? 
you know, the big enforcer from New South Wales who, who went hiding uh, in game three. Liam Martin. Martin. Liam, Liam Martin. Martin, yeah. Uh, they'll get a couple of them. All right, well, maybe that'll improve their uh, bloody position in the ladder next year. Cause... The plan. Oh, yeah, look, they'll, they'll get better. They've got, they've got a couple of other pretty handy players coming next year too. So the next couple of years, they'll start to, to climb. Uh, well, we all lost our beer bets last week because none We all of lost it by the end of the second game. Yep, so who's got a beer bet for me for this week? Yeah, well, Come on, Ro- Phantom, Ro- what have you got? Roosters win, Broncos and Raiders both lose. I'm taking uh, it. I'm the only victor. And, and I can tell you now that... Um, uh, principal will take it. How many beers? beers? Two beers? Eight. Oh, I've done taking it. At least one of those results will not go your way because you a terrible tipster. All hey, right. two f***ing perfect rounds this year. Uh, Smokes? Yeah, yeah. We're still banging on like about two that, are we? twos. He will. He'll keep banging on about it. Um, but yes, we'll both take that. Uh, my beer bet's going to be a little bit less convoluted. I'm just going to say that um, Adam Reynolds, two try assists against the Storm. Oh, off. you got to f***ing put something a bit wild in there. Of course he's going to get two f***ing tries. This is his job. Do something Melbourne just ha- better. Melbourne just... Hang on, shut the f*** up. You Melbourne shut up. Just held the- Melbourne just held the Premiers to zero. And I'm saying that the Broncos, who are not in good form against our bogey team, that our halfback will come up with... Okay, fine. He'll, he'll have three try involvements. Yes. Three try involvements. I'll take him. Peer pressure. Gotcha. Four beers. I'll make it eight. No, because you've still got five of my beers. Thank you. All right, and then do we want to make one up for principal? Yes. Oh, how about how about um, Raiders to win and then Raiders fifty plus. <laughs> oh, that might be a bit about rich. thirteen. Yeah, I think Raiders. Uh, who are they? Who are they playing again? Who are they I don't remember. Titans. They're oh, playing against the. Oh yeah. god, the, the Knights. Oh Jesus. Oh, um, hang on. Nah, make it. Um, I reckon his beer bet should. No, well, his beer, beer bet should be the opposite of yours. Roosters to lose and Raiders to win. Yeah, that's fair. Let's go. All right, four beers. Four beers for. They're playing the Knights. They're playing the Knights. Yeah, I had Titans twice. Sorry. All right, so yeah, so right. Raiders to win and Roosters to lose is um, yeah. Principal's beer bet, and he'll put four on it because he doesn't have many left. Yeah, he'd, he'd do eight. <laughs> he'd do eight. He would he if he would had have four. Them, but, mm. Uh, we'll go Fandom for taking that one. Love yeah, that. we're both taken. I'll take it. Oh, the yeah, smoke's taken as well. All right, cool. All right. Uh, All right. Well, that... Jeez, we're ripping through this, aren't we? That's right. Uh, speed tips, can... speed tips. Let's go. All right, All right. All right. fine. All right, fine. Round 23, boys. Rabbitohs, Panthers. Prince of... Sorry, Fandom, who are you tipping? Rabbits. It's a downfall of the Panthers. Just watch them crumble. <laughs> I'm going to feel it in my waters. Uh, Penrith. Penrith to bounce back. Penrith. Are the Rabbitohs favourites? Rabbitohs are. Mm. Wow. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Cowboys New Zealand. Smokes, are you tipping? Cowboys, without Cowboys. question, yeah. they will bounce back hard. I Cowboys. Think Cowboys all round, eh? All right, yeah. Broncos Storm. Principal. Sorry, oh. Phantom. Storm. Storm. Mm. Me too. Head or heart. Head or heart. Come on. I'll Bet go with the Broncos. Heart. Bet with I your have heart. zero confidence. I have That's zero confidence. Spirit. All right. Eels, Bulldogs. Eels. Yeah, I'll tip the Eels, but go the Doggies. Uh, sea Eagles and Sharks. I think everyone's going to go Sharks. Cronulla. Right? Shark, yeah. Cronulla all round, Sharks. I reckon. All right. Roosters, West Tigers. Roosters. Uh, mm. Oh, why are you thinking about it? Come on, bet Roosters, the Tigers. Roosters in a, in a very close encounter. 
Wins a win, two points. So. two points. Two points. They're getting cocky, the Roosters. I don't think they're going as yeah, well as people Tigers, think like, they Yeah, I know. That's good Good no. value there. Ten yeah. bucks in a two-horse race. That's great value. Don't worry. Right. We got it in us to f*** it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Dragons, uh, Titans, uh, Swakes. I am going to go an upset here and go the Titans. Yeah, I'm the same. And then me doing dragons. Okay. And then Raiders and Knights. Uh, Raiders are the favourites. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be on the Raiders. Knights, Knights. are done. It's... They've got too much going on at the moment. Newcastle, they're done. Raiders. Knights. Knights. All right. Well, that brings us to a very speedy episode of Pub Talk Rugby League. Uh, thank we you all did it well, me. gentlemen. You can find us on the Pub Talk Rugby League Facebook page. Uh, go there, like, subscribe, share, all those fun, wonderful things that people say. Uh, and until next week, bye. Bye. Go the mighty Broncos. Woo!